Hello everyone, welcome to this week's sharing of God's Word. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. As we get closer to a new year, many people take inventory of what has happened in their past year. Some folks feel like they have achieved some goals, while others feel like they have either stagnated or maybe have even gone backwards. What is success or achievement really based on? Success or achievement depends on who's looking. But I think we should dig a little deeper here. Whose perspective are you truly interested in? On your own or someone else's perspective? If you are concerned about God's perspective, which I hope you are, He is more concerned about what is happening inside of you rather than what other people look at. And even more importantly, He is attentive to whether you are truly listening to Him or not. We will look into this a bit more in a couple of minutes. But for right now, I would like to encourage you for your continued prayer support for the people of Venezuela, from those that are still within the country itself, and for those that have needed to leave. Both groups of people are going through very difficult challenges. We're just coming back from a mission trip to Ecuador, where we went to help some of our Venezuelan friends that have either migrated or are still in the process of migrating to other places in hopes of finding a better place to live, but also to help their families with dire needs back home. I saw firsthand the devastation these people are facing and the difficult journeys they have needed to make so they can help their loved ones. Families are separated and all sides are living the difficulty of health situations or issues, financial needs, abuse, hardship, and loneliness. People are even dying. Never could I have ever imagined that such a prosperous country like Venezuela could ever have had such a turn of events. I met highly educated professionals and middle-class people needing the very essentials for everyday life. For some reason, the media is not even coming close to showing a picture of what is really happening and the incredible need that exists. They lack nutrition, health, and clothing. I can't say enough, so I urge you to pray for them. But also, and as we have shared before, God's love is shown in a spiritual, but also in a practical manner, by meeting the everyday needs, not wants, of people. Always remember that faith without works is dead. We need to walk the talk. So please pray together with me. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I praise you and I worship you for your goodness and your mercy and your grace. And as always, I give you thanks for your Son, Jesus Christ, and for the forgiveness that we have in him. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you please continue to forgive me, Lord. And Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus now for the, for the people of Venezuela, Lord, both the people that are still living in the country, Lord, and also those that have needed to leave. Heavenly Father, you know each of their situations, of their circumstances, Lord God. You know the hardship, Lord God. You know the heartache, Heavenly Father, that they're going through. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you help them, that you, that you encourage them, that above everything, if they don't know you yet, Lord God, as their Lord and Savior, that they may be able to come to have that relationship with you, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, Heavenly Father, that you also provide for their needs. Heavenly Father, please see the different needs they have. Their loved ones, Lord God, I mean, there's so many people with just sicknesses and, and there isn't enough medicine and enough care, Lord God. And also, Lord God, I mean, they're just people that just need to eat. 
Heavenly Father, please have mercy on them. Heavenly Father, I pray that you touch people's hearts through this prayer, Lord God, through this through this ministry, Heavenly Father, and that they might find it in their hearts, O oh Lord, to be able to provide for those people's needs, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, I give you thanks and I praise you, O oh Lord. And I pray right now, Lord God, Heavenly Father, that you may just minister through your word, through your Holy Spirit, to our hearts and to our minds. Help us, O oh Lord, to be truly open, O oh Lord, to really to truly want to listen to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. At the very beginning, we started talking about God's perspective and how we should be concerned about what He thinks about us. Even more so, you need to ask yourself a very personal and important question. Do you want to truly listen to God? Our anchor passage for today's sharing can be found in Matthew chapter 13, verse 18 to 23. Again, if you want to follow along, it's in Matthew chapter 13, verse 18 to 23. And this is what we read. Therefore hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word, and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. But he who receives seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. The Lord explains to us through this passage what the parable of the sower means. He describes to us ultimately different examples of how people react to the truth of God. It should go without saying, but not everyone accepts God's truth. And even far less, let it work inside of them. We may all have our tendencies, and each of us may have different things to battle with, but at the end of the day, it is a matter of choice. Some may argue for predestination, but the Bible is very clear on the issue of choice and free will and judgment. If everything is predetermined and we are all just following a script somewhere, then God's judgment would be the most unfair event ever known. As always, we need to dig deeper. And as we dig deeper, we need to pay attention to the word hear, H-E-A-R, the word hear. The first example we see is that of a person that hears God's word and does not understand it, and the wicked one, Satan of course, comes along and takes it away. In the original language, despite our translator's best efforts, does not refer to the concept that this person lacks the intellect and therefore cannot understand. There is a problem with how the word is received, and that's why it is not understood. In other words, the manner in which the person receives the word. The wayside is a place where the terrain is just too hard. The seed can got into a person's heart somehow, because it says that the word was sown in his heart. But they are so hardened by their sin of pride, that they just don't let the seed or the word work inside of them. And since the word is ultimately rejected or cast out of the person's heart, then Satan comes along, finishes the job, 
helping them forget or not pay attention to what was shared. This is a problem that has to do with a person being impenetrable. In other words, they just don't listen well enough or with the right disposition to allow for God's Word to take root within them. It's just not important enough to them. The second example we're given is about the seed that fell on stony places. The person that hears the Word and even accepts it with joy, but they don't allow for God's Word to take root within them. Something happened, but not lasting. It appears that it is more of an emotional acceptance rather than a rational and convictive conversion. And when tribulation or persecution arises because there is no root within them, they just quit. Even though emotions are important, but a person needs to have something much deeper than an emotional conversion. Emotions come and go, as you all know, depending on the circumstances. But in the end, it's a matter of of a person just being superficial with their faith. There's probably some hearing, but no real listening. Other things take precedent in their heart over God's Word. The third example we're given has to do with the seed that landed among the thorns. This is a person that hears the Word, but they are more worried about other things, and the Word of God is no match when put to a head-to-head challenge with the other things in their heart. The Word gets in there somehow, but they have established other things as higher priorities or more overwhelming concerns. These are people that would much rather live in the here and now, in the lies of this world, rather than in the eternal and everlasting. They listen, but they care more about something or some things that are out there. And the final example has to do with the person that hears and understands the Word of God. So they just don't hear, but also they listen and embrace and allow for God's Word to become part of their lives. And this is how God can truly work in a person's life. God becomes a priority. His truth becomes their truth. His values become their values. You get the picture? With the other three examples... The main problem is that they are hearing God's word, but they will not allow for God to take precedent in their lives. Other things are more important to them, whether it's their pride, the things of the world, and whatever other thing that may be out there or down deep inside of them. So they are not listening, and even far less, accepting God's truth in their hearts. The Bible explains this to us in Acts chapter 28, Verse 26 to 27, where it says, saying, go to this people and say, hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. And here it is. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed, which is all voluntary, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. This is why many people's lives are not changed, transformed, or made new. That's why things don't change in many people. That's why there is no conversion, no life, no transformation. For many people, it's just a new religion, something different, a feel-good moment, or whatever else they make it into. But there is no life. That's why they cannot experience God. 
and they can lie to themselves and to other people all they want. But that reality is not going to change unless they truly have a change of heart, which again is all voluntary. There needs to be a true hearing, a true listening, a true repentance, a true conversion, ultimately a genuine new birth. The Bible also teaches us this truth in Jeremiah chapter 17. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. So again, it's not a problem with intellect or capabilities or even predetermination. It's a matter of how much are you really willing to listen and believe. It's about where your convictions are. That's why Jesus said this in Mark chapter 4. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So, if you are one of those people that is taking some sort of inventory in their life, and you really want for things to truly change in your life, if you really want to experience God, then this is my advice. Repent and convert from all of your sins. You can't be 95% sorry for everything wrong you've done. You need to be 100% repentant. There can be no reservations because nature itself teaches us through the seed that a seed needs to die entirely so there can be life. When a seed is totally dried up, then new life can sprout from within. But if you keep on hanging on to whatever it is you're clinging to, whatever justification or reasoning you're using, then you will never experience God for yourself. And either A, Satan will take away the word of God you're rejecting, or B, whatever else you are more concerned about will take precedent over God, or C, your circumstances will govern your life. The problem is that if any of these first three situations is your condition, then you will never see God, neither here and now, nor far less in eternity. But that's not what God wants for you. He wants to be your own personal God. He wants to be your Heavenly Father. He wants to be the Lord that does great and incredible things in your life and through your life. He wants you to live and to live eternally. I hope your choice will be to not just hear, but to listen and embrace the Lord's truth in your life. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us, O Lord, to truly have a disposition of wanting to listen to you with all of our hearts, with all of our minds, O Lord, with everything that we are. Help us, O Lord God, Heavenly Father, to be open to you. Help us, O Lord, to understand your love because that's what you really want to share with us. You really want for us to experience, O Lord, your love and your grace and your mercy and, and your redemption, Lord God, and your forgiveness, Lord God. But help us to understand that there needs to be a true conversion. There needs to be a true letting go of whatever it is we need to let go. We need to have a soft heart before you, Lord God. We can't continue doing things our own way with our own thoughts. We can't continue justifying the wrong that we do. But we need to, again, Lord God, just be repentant with all of our hearts before you. Heavenly Father, I pray for each person that is listening right now. 
I pray, Heavenly Father, that if they have not yet come to have that personal and ultimate relationship with you, through your Son, Jesus Christ, that right now, Lord God, they may be able to make that decision, to be able to say with all of their heart, God, please forgive me for all of my sins, for all of my wrongs, for everything I may have done wrong. I pray that you please forgive me, Lord God. And I want to turn away from all of it and follow you with all of my heart. Heavenly Father, I pray that that is their prayer. And that also, having done that, that they may believe with all of their heart, without any reservations, that Jesus is their Lord, their God, and their Savior, and that they may commit their lives completely to Him. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks and I praise you. Help us to always be mindful, O Lord, of you, that you are watching, that you are listening. Heavenly Father, that you are the one that ultimately will reward all of our actions in some way, depending on what we do. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks and I praise you. I pray again for every person that's listening. I pray that you may bless them, Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May the Lord bless you. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world.